Hi, I'm James Grantram. Welcome to the Super Soul Model Series podcast, where I share insights and interviews on health, well-being, spirituality, relationships, success, self-actualization, and making an incredible life for yourself. In this episode, I speak with manifestation coach Matt Cook. Matt has had the most incredible life experience, which has allowed him to help so many people manifest their best life. Enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome to the James Grantham Podcast, Super Soul Model Series, where I help you tune and tap into your natural state of well-being. In this week's episode, I have a fantastic guest Matt Cook. Matt is a manifestation coach and Matt helps teach people how to use their mind in order to manifest their best life. I'm so excited to introduce this week's super soul model, Matt Cook. Welcome to the show, Matt. Thank you, James. It's great to be here. Really looking forward to it. Great stuff. Matt, how do you become a manifestation coach? You've got such an interesting story. It's you know going to open up some people's minds here. Um, but how did you first become a manifestation coach? How did you step into this new world? Because you you have a story that's very colorful, very interesting, and I'm sure will light up many people's minds. So yeah, what, how did you become a manifestation coach? And what is that to potential new listeners on this show? Sure. Yeah, great question. Uh, an important question, because if, uh, if I'd have gone back five years ago, when I was an estate agent here in the UK and tried to predict where I'd be in five years time, I would have never have said a manifestation coach. Yeah. I didn't even know what the word manifestation was at the time, in all honesty. But my story starts um, in July 2017, when I lost my mom to cancer. And she was 51 at the time. And of course, life was taken away from her far too young. Um, and at that time, I was, like I said, um, selling property. I was a manager in a firm of estate agents here in the UK. I was the youngest manager in that company. And I thought at the time it was just all about materialism and working hard, climbing the corporate ladder. And then my mom passed away. And one of the last things she said to me uh, about a week or so before she passed in a hospice was, Matt, just, just make sure that you, you know, you're you are happy that you find time to spend quality time with my wife, Corazon, travel the world, because when you're in my position, trust me, you'll realise how precious life is. And, you know, she was a bit of a workaholic. You know, she was cabin crew. She flew all around the world, but never really got to enjoy that. So yeah. she was always seeking like retirement with my dad to, to do that. And then, bam, life's taken away. And um, sort of a year goes by and that final sort of conversations constantly swirling around in my head. To a point where a year later, I'm under quite a lot of stress and pressure from work, the housing markets flying sort of 2018 and um, had a bit of a tight chest, struggling to breathe. I remember it really well. And my wife's grandmother said to me, if, if I paid for some reflexology, would you be up for going and doing it? And I didn't know what that meant. But yeah, I, sort of I was going to ask you, did you know what reflexology is at the time? That's all. I just knew it was to do with feet. That's all That's all I knew, yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, I was laying there and I didn't know the therapist apart from his name. He just knew mine. And he asked me, he said, so Matt, tell me who you are. And I said to him, well, I'm 26. I'm an estate agent. And he said, I didn't ask what you did for a living. I asked who you are. And that question blew my mind because I genuinely didn't know how to answer that. I think most of us think that our purpose in life is to work hard, get a mortgage, climb the corporate ladder. Of course, that's important, but I don't think many of us figure out actually who we are behind that shot. 
And so that was like the start of the spiritual awakening for me to try and go on the pursuit to find that. But then something extraordinary happened to me in February 2019, about four or five months after that question. One particular evening, I'm lying up in bed with my wife. We're watching Netflix on the laptop, as you do. And um, I remember it well. It was like 10 o'clock. And I just said to my wife, I'm turning over. She carried on watching whatever she was watching. And as I turned over, I'm still fully awake. And my whole entire body starts to vibrate. I've never experienced anything like it before, to a point where I felt like I could have stopped it if I wanted to. But because I'd never experienced it before, I carried on with it to a point where I could have literally hovered off the bed, being deadly serious. And then I heard high pitch ringing in both my ears, really, really loud. And then it went completely quiet. And I heard my mum come through and say, hi, Matt, it's mum. Can you hear me? And we had just a a very small conversation before my wife nudges me and says, Matt, who are you talking to? Were you talking out loud or were you talking mentally or, you know, can you remember? So, yeah, I can. What was happening? Yeah. Fully conscious. Yeah, fully conscious. I was so I could hear her clear as day, but sort of inside, if that makes sense. My wife couldn't hear my mom. Um, but I was talking out loud as you'd normally speak to someone. So right. like a normal, like I'm speaking to you. And your wife is like going, shut up. <laughs> or or who, who are you talking to? Who, who are you talking to? Yeah. yeah and, okay. you know, it's important to note at that time, I was a complete skeptic about the afterlife. I wanted to believe it. My mom and I used to watch like Most Haunted and Colin Fry when I was younger and stuff like that. But I genuinely, you know, I didn't really believe that there was, an afterlife you know that the soul's eternal and we continue now after that experience i'm a curious person i love to learn i wanted to know how i did that and how i could do it again so i spent the next three months trying to do it again and i soon realized the more i try the harder it's going to become because that happened to me without me trying consciously it just happened in divine time there was just a match And it led me down this path of actually understanding what happened. And I understood through so much research that, of course, everything's energy, scientifically proven, 99.9999% energy, even physical objects. We perceive it to be material, even the human body. body It's not. It's just atoms, molecules, and empty space vibrating at different frequencies. So as soon as I worked out that everything's energy, I then tried to work out what had happened, and I worked out that me vibrating was me lifting somehow my f- vibration, my frequency. And my mum obviously had connected with me, just like tuning into a radio station. If you want to listen to Radio 1 here in the UK, you've got to tune into 97.9 FM. If you don't, you get crackling, you're out of alignment. And um, I was on a call very recently, another podcast actually, with a lady called Gemma, who's a psychic medium. She has a guide with her. And I was sharing this story and she said, sorry to interrupt you, Matt. She said, but do you know why we're called mediums? I said, no. She said, because we help people connect in the middle. And that to me was a huge realization because the way I can describe it was literally like I'd raised my vibration because we're very dense here on earth. That's why we're sort of you know three dimensional. My mm-hmm. mum's obviously a pure form of energy vibrating at a very high frequency. So you can't see, see it. Right. And we just connected on that level. And that yeah, to me. May, may I just sort of interject here for a second? So how were you feeling when you were in the bed, right? Because this is important because when I introduced the show, as I've done for like, I don't know how many episodes I've done, like 125 episodes or something. <laughs> yeah. I always say, welcome to the, the show. Let me help you tune and tap into your natural state of well-being because tuning in is tuning into your natural state of energy. 
And when you're naturally high, what happens is you can pick up the different frequencies of what you need to pick up on what is right for you. And what's right for you might not be right for somebody else, but when you uh, raise your frequency, raise yourself to a natural vibration, which is in harmony with life itself, you become one with life. And that's when what you need to hear, you will hear. And in that particular evening, that was the evening that your mum was able to connect with you to perhaps give you a message to say, hi, Matt, I love you. Mm. And yeah. that's really, really important because it, whilst it doesn't matter how you get there, it just matters that you find your natural frequency. And, you know, some people try and do all sorts of things to try and, uh, dare I say, coax themselves into a different frequency. But it's when it's done naturally is when you really get to get the signal and receive the signal clearly from what's sort of coming through. And it's always coming through. But the question is, are you able to receive it clearly? And then are you able to understand it? And obviously, the more you're in this frequency, the more you become used to it. And then you'll know when it's a clear, a clear inspirational voice, or it's not. And, the depend, and it all depends on how good it feels. So I guess my question is, how good did it feel when you were vibrating in the bed there? Sounds a bit, sounds a bit funny. <laughs> but I was just going to say that, that frequency, that natural frequency that you feel just naturally feels like it just feels good. It feels wholesome. It feels energizing. It felt bliss. It felt amazing. And actually, you've just made me think of something there that, you know, like I said to you, my spiritual awakening started a few months before that with the reflexologist yeah. and what i haven't said is in between that time i was going through the most amazing journey of trying to find my purpose and tap into the spiritual side so i think i probably had unconsciously put in the work to lift my vibration um before absolutely. that actually happened absolutely you know? because otherwise you'd never be in that receptive state to even hear your mum come through now a lot of people may be listening to the show going well how, how is this possible and the fact of the matter is we're all like radios and receivers, as Matt was saying earlier. And, you know, the clearer your mind can be, the clearer your consciousness can be, the easier it is for you to receive a good idea or someone coming through. That's what the psychic mediums are all about. That's what good inventions are all about. Where do you think they all come from? They come from this infinite field of consciousness where they're just like, who's ready to receive the next great idea? And it was obvious that your mum was trying to, to, to share a message with you, which is beautiful. Um, yeah, carry on. What were you, where were you? So you were having that preparation before this day. And then, you know, then it happened. this whole journey here is very, very interesting for a lot of people because it makes you think, well, there is more going on than just mm. meets the eye here. Mm, yeah. So, so, so that led me down this path of understanding energy, vibration and frequency. And I suppose at the same time, I was also transitioning out of my corporate job because I finally established my purpose a few months after. And I was building an online business at the same time and getting out of real estate. And I, I made a decision. I, was, I said to myself, well, do I want to become a medium or do I want to learn more about energy and what that means? And I naturally then again fell into the secret and the law of attraction. That was like the first, I think like most people reading The Secret, it was actually a business coach of mine that sort of said, check it out. He sort of said a lot of his success was down to learning the, you know, the, the, the law of attraction. 
Um, for anyone who doesn't know what the law of attraction is, it's that it's um, a principle, a law that your, you know, your thoughts can create your reality, like attracts like. But to me, I suppose I always wanted to understand how things actually work. You know, if someone says to me, oh, the way you think will, um, you know, uh, create your personal reality outside. For me, it's always wanting to understand actually the scientific sort of understanding the foundations of how that works. Really tapping into that left brain to understand the engineering and mechanics behind how it all comes to be. Yeah. And I think going through the experience with my mom and learning about energy, I really started to understand manifestation. And I then, for anyone who doesn't know, stumbled into the work of Dr. Joe Dispenza. Yeah. And he's a scientist. He he broke his back in the 80s and healed himself through the power of his mind. And what I found so interesting about his work was the scientific mechanics behind manifestation. And, and what I loved about his work and events were how people would go to his events with chronic disease, terminal cancer, blind people, people in wheelchairs, people with MS, um, people who were you know in a really bad situation financially and manifest miracles or heal themselves. And for me, that resonated because... You know, the one thing that my mom never tried or knew about, nor did I at the time, was the power of the mind. And in fact, speaking to my dad several times after, my mom wasn't the best with her choice of words. You know, she had cancer in 2007, got past it, got the all clear. But she used to say things like cancer will come back, you know. And as much as she tried everything, all the relevant green smoothies and diets and everything, she didn't understand the power of the mind. And I felt like this was sort of my calling. And again, piecing it together with Joe's work and people curing themselves, that's what I really dived into. And since I'd say it's coming on for three years now properly, you know, manifesting absolute miracles into my life by understanding actually how it works. So. And 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 that's what you teach as well, isn't it, Matt? You know, you've got one-to-one clients, and I'll, I'll explain a little bit of that later, but that's what Matt does. He helps people individually uh, on a one-to-one basis how to actually tap into that and be able to make it work for yourself. But, you know, how each of us work is differently. You can provide the content, but simultaneously it's you who has to do the work. You're the one who has to show up. And uh, Matt's a, a, a great ambassador of this because he's been very clear and mechanical. You need to use both hemispheres of your brain to understand this. You need to understand the engineering, the mechanics behind manifesting and drawing things into your life. But you also need to have that creative side, that flow state side on your right side, the creative side, the, the feminine aspect of yourself, which can be blended to use the two. So they both complement one another. They're both saying the same thing. One is very logical and analytical and the other is very creative. And I think Matt goes about, if you ever watch any of his TikToks or any of his content or read any of his blogs, he, he goes into great depth to, to try and satisfy both ways if you're more analytical or you're more creative. That's a very important thing to point out. So Matt, I just wanted to ask you, so what's the greatest life lesson that you've had in the last few years i know it's it's a game changer since your your mum sort of came through on that night when you uh when you were on the bed and and you were like wow this is interesting what's the greatest life lesson you've had since then don't believe your thought don't believe everything you think don't so believe. yeah people people don't realize there's a difference between you th- what you think how you think and consciousness 
you are the master inside of that. You're the person that's sitting above the thoughts. You're not the thoughts. And you've got to realize that because people think on average 60 to 70,000 thoughts every single day. And 90% of those thoughts are from the past. Now, that means then that 90% of the time you're thinking about the past and trying to predict the future based on the past. And if 95% of who we are is subconscious, a set of hardwired programs and beliefs from our past, and only 5% of us is conscious, for 95% of the time we're walking around unconsciously. And this is why whenever we start um, anything new or think of changing, it's scary, it's unknown and it's unfamiliar. And we'll always talk ourselves out of it or always talk about the negatives that might happen from it because we're thinking in the past. And what I've come to, to learn over the last few years is to try and let life call the shots instead of my thoughts calling the shots. And every single time I've stepped into the unknown a little bit, even though it's been scary because I'm thinking in the past, it's always been magical on the other side. And I wouldn't be where I am now if I hadn't have listened to life instead of my thoughts. You know, I quit my corporate job. It was very, very scary. Six months later, COVID happened and the company I worked for went bust. So I could have listened to myself and said, oh, stay there. It's comfortable. It's familiar. You're on a good salary. Or don't be an entrepreneur. But if I hadn't have taken that step that was scary, I wouldn't be where I am now. So right. I think I would encourage everyone to to, to do work about that. I had, this, I had the, a very similar thing there. <laughs> uh, so prior to COVID, um, my dad wasn't very well. And he asked me to come out. I've shared this on previous podcasts, but... It, it just amazes me the timing and perfection that life can have if you listen. So uh, I think it was a Friday night. My dad texted me or called me and he said, I've gone back into the hospital. I've got lung infection. Could you come and look at look after your mum? She can't drive, obviously. And, you know, just if you can come to Spain, that would be great. Um, but he, he, he wasn't very demanding about it. He goes, if you can, that would be great. But, you know, no big deal if you can't. The next thing I do is I wake up and I, and I wake up in the morning going, oh, I've, I've got to do something here. I've got to, I've got to make a, a real choice. And the next day I just jump on a flight and I jump out and fly to Spain. And the, the day after I'd arrived, there was lockdown in Spain, which happened prior to the one in the UK. So I had arrived in Spain sunny Spain in March. I remember it was March the 16th. So, and then a week, I think a week later or so, or 10 days later in the UK, the UK closed down and there was no way I would have been able to travel anywhere for like months and ended up being in Spain, taking care of my mom. And my dad fortunately came out of the hospital two, three days later and he was so chuffed to be back. I picked him up at the hospital and I got to spend five months uh, with my dad before he made his transition in October of 2020. And for that, I am so grateful because of listening to that. Go now, go now. I mean, drop everything and go. You know, I had work lined up, I had everything worked up, uh, but I just decided that that was the most important thing and that's what I needed to listen to. Hence, following that, I spent five months in Spain near sunny Marbella and came back for a while. And then when I arrived the day my dad made his transition, uh, and I felt blessed because I knew it was coming. I just felt that he was about his, his soul was ready to move on. And so that made me think just in the five months that we'd spent with one another, this is a real opportunity, even though I'd begun the podcast to really help people 
find and tune into their well-being because my, my like your mother who's saying she wasn't using her words my father's actions weren't reflecting what a healthy person would do and it, it you you get far more um momentum and uh desire to to try and make an impact in the lives of other people when you've been challenged or you felt pain particularly from the people that have been close to you so that's made me want to go on a mission to try and help people tune into their natural state of well-being learning about the mind learning about how to take care of the body and know how to take care of your soul simultaneously because all three are holistic and we are holistic uh human beings and we need to cherish each part of that self. So what I wanted to ask you, Matt, is <laughs> if you are manifesting uh, perhaps abundance or health, how would you start somebody that somebody can take away right now in our conversation? What sort of mechanics, what sort of actions could they take to start bringing in perhaps abundance or health to to, to be able to draw that into their life? If you know, they're not sure where to begin. What do your recommendations be? Okay. So I'm going to use abundance because I think everyone could do with some more abundance in the world at the moment. Everyone loves abundance and everyone should have more abundance. Absolutely. Okay. So where people go wrong with manifestation is they, they say, when I become abundant, I'll feel better. Right. I'll, or I want abundance. I want more money. You've got to realize whenever you use words like want, you're in lack of what you truly desire. And we attract based on who we are. So you have to become an abundant person right now in order to attract more abundance. And that's what most people find very, very hard. To simplify, we have to realize that there is an invisible field all around us that we can't see with our five senses. And that field is carrying an infinite amount of energy, vibration and frequency. And it responds accordingly to who we are. In fact, we're an extension of that field. We vibrate in and out of it eight times every second. And the field gives us more of who we are. So if you ever hear people say, I always attract the same men into my life, for example. Well, it's because they are, they're, they're unconsciously in the present moment thinking the same thoughts and feeling the same way. So, of course, the field gives them more of who they are. So if we, if we want more abundance in our life, then we have to become abundant. And we have to do that by changing the way we think and how we feel. It's been proven that our thoughts send an electric charge out into this field. So we have to firstly think about being abundant and we can do that by being grateful for the money that we do have that maybe we don't practice gratitude for. So the so the money we do have that actually pays for the bills that we've currently got, you know, so people think they'll only feel more abundant when more money comes in. But if you actually practice gratitude for the money you do have, you're changing your inner core vibration to abundance. And then if you practice gratitude that's a feeling feelings are the magnetic charge in the field so the way we think and the way we feel creates our state of being and our state of being is our personality so we have to become an abundant personality and if we do that with a simple technique such as gratitude the more we do it and we change our personality we start to then see synchronicities in our outside world personality opportunities coming our way checks in the post for example you know we've got to realize that we have to become it now same for love. So what's the most magic? So can you share with us uh, a story that's happened to you where you've been gratitude, you've practiced gratitude and you've affected the field and the field's brought you back uh, something that has been absolutely remarkable. So it kind of gives someone a go, right, I can, I could actually do what Matt's done there. So. Yeah. 
Oh, there, there is so many. I'm just trying to think of a, a, a recent one, actually. So, okay, so I play with different things, you know, manifesting the perfect buyer for my house is an example, but one that I've recently practiced, which is brilliant. So Deepak Chopra is a bit of a spiritual hero of mine. I love, I just love I've him. I've all his books. Fantastic, yeah, he's brilliant. Love his book. And Yeah, and about a month ago, so I use meditation for anyone listening as a tool because it really grounds me and gets me present. You really want to become consciousness and awareness in the present moment. And I thought to myself, wouldn't it be cool if I could just connect with Deepak? So in in meditation, I'm there and I get to the present moment and I send out the the thought of just sort of connecting with him in some way. I just felt it, just thinking about it. And then I just felt gratitude for it and just like happiness and just love, you know, just felt felt those emotions. In a meditation, in a quiet mind state, yeah? Yeah, in the present moment, yeah and then I let go then I, I, I open my eyes and I carry on about my day and the key is to once you've stepped into it you've got to let go right because you've embodied it the second you think about it you stop the creation and then it must have been a week later I'm on my TikTok and I just see on the comments and I get quite a few comments and likes and I, I, I just kept seeing the top Deepak Chopra Deepak Chopra like 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 comment followed and I'm thinking is that really him? So I go real? on to yeah. so I go on to his TikTok and okay. he hasn't got a huge amount of followers. And I'm thinking maybe that's an impersonator. And I click on his Instagram handle that's connected to his TikTok and it takes me to his main Instagram account with like two and a half million <laughs> followers. Yeah. And it is him. And you know, that's just a story. That's just one that's happened very, very recently. But I just thought it was interesting because we don't, you know, we can really play with this for anything that we desire, even small things like that, right? But I just thought it was a quite cool story because for so long I've loved his work and, you know, and I've now got him as a friend, you know, on social media. That's, and- that's amazing. What a what a great story. And, yeah. and I, th- I think that when you're trying to attract some things in, sometimes you need to think, I need to go out and do that and get that which is the old way of thinking, which is the three-dimensional way of thinking. But what Matt's referring to is that if you're able to go into a quiet state of meditation, set an intention for what you'd like to draw into your life and just let it go. Very much like when you're trying to think of something and you've forgotten what it is and you're holding on tightly and you're like, oh, just, oh, do you know, I'll remember that later. And then boom, when you've forgotten in it comes. That's exactly the same of what Matt's saying of how you can attract these things in. But I think what Matt is referring to, which I think is really wonderful to be reminded of, is that you need to think and know what your intention is very clearly and then feel, think and feel, mm. think and feel, think and feel. And that feeling of feeling that love, feeling that connection. I can't remember what the other emotion that you were using there. Well, yeah, gr- gratitude, happiness, yeah. you know, gratitude it could be anything. On, on and then you didn't think twice about it. A week later, something popped up, didn't it? So, so the way to the way I want to give everyone uh, an understanding of how this works is: I want you to imagine you're at a restaurant and you're you're hungry. You're looking at the menu and you think about what you want. Oh, yeah, I think I want steak tonight. You think it and you feel, oh god, that's going to be lovely. That's going to I can imagine the taste of that steak and everything, and I'll have a glass of red wine with that. And then the waiter comes and you put in the order, and then you let go. You've placed the order. And you just relax into the evening, you know, and you know that steak will come in divine time when the chefs had time to prepare it and cook it and it will just come. You don't know exactly when it will come. It might come at 8.40 or 9.15. You don't know, but you've ordered it. The point is, it's the same with manifestation. You've got to get clear on what you want. And you've then got to place the order with the universe. 
you've got to think about how it's going to feel and then you let go right and the key is to wait for a match in three-dimensional reality because we are manifesting i don't want to go too deep here but from what's called the quantum field which is in the fifth dimension we get beyond time We've created time in three-dimensional reality. It's a man-made construct. So we've got to wait for there to be a match, and it will only manifest when it's meant to in divine time. You know, Like Deepak, a week later, obviously somehow stumbled across me. There's always a buffer of time between your intention and what you want to desire and then it turning up. Because if you just suddenly wanted something today, sometimes things that you can accept can come in very, very quickly. I've had instant manifestations many times in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually when it's something that's going to be of great value and makes you chuckle a little bit, makes you feel proud, it's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be playful. And I actually believe that understanding this should be our basic knowledge. You know, I'd like all the kids these days to just get this. You know, I'd like every human being to just understand this as a basic principle that manifestation is just a very simple, easy, understandable construct about how we use our minds to draw in to our lives what we want. But there's also a bigger thing behind manifestation, which is what I like to call divine will, which is how would you have me help you? And that that's important. Do you do you how does that fit in with the, the mechanics of manifestation for you, Matt? And and perhaps sharing that with other people. In terms of, just say that part again. So yeah, the divine will, you know, so in the quantum field, you talk about the field of where, which is five dimensional and we're in a three dimensional reality. When you want to manifest something and it's ready to to come to you, it comes to you. It's already, once you've asked, it's there. And then it has to wait for you to catch up. Your frequency has to elevate so it becomes a match Mm -hmm. and what i've noticed in spirituality and speaking to more people and and reading and doing my own research is i'm here to try and help the greater all that is life itself so i asked the question how can i help you (laughs) which started me doing this podcast so i was asking the universe how can i help you and i got knocked on the head on the pool and it's like, okay, you better do this podcast now because I've told you so many times, yet you haven't been listening and you haven't applied. And it's a bit like perhaps with you, you were asking that question in the few months in between listening to your mum, how can I help? What can I do? How can I be of service? And then in comes the, I think you. I think it's time for you to perhaps look into being manifestation and teaching people the art and quantum mechanics of being able to manifest which is Mm. unusual because not many people have experience speaking to their beloved mum who's on the other side or who's transitioned into a different frequency makes sense yes thanks for sort of going over that again so i think in my opinion um people should like you said there put in the work to try and establish who they are their higher self their contract their purpose in life you know there's some pretty simple techniques i would recommend everyone just looking at ikigai um it's a chinese japanese meaning for uh, reason for being yeah. try and figure out who you are because i help my clients manifest from soul's purpose rather than ego there's nothing wrong with material things right but i, I always find that you know when we manifest from that higher source that higher purpose you know, and if we if we really focus on serving and helping others, 
you know, money will just have to hunt you down behind, you know, money's a byproduct of the value we give, right? So like you're doing the podcast, this is why I'm here now, you know, sharing as well, because, you know, my purpose in life is to help and support others in the pursuit to secure their best life. So I just find that if I, if I now I've established my purpose by putting in the groundwork, I always try and manifest from purpose as well, you know, and just always think to myself, how can I help other people? And every time I seem to help other people, opportunities come my way more green lights i was just going to ask if someone isn't sure of their purpose matt how would they go about trying to discover what that may be sure so the easiest way you can try and figure it out is ask yourself these four questions firstly what do you love to do what's your passions so that can be the sort of things that you do over and over again without ever getting bored the sort of things that you're drawn back to just things that you love the key is to not overthink this right The second question is to think about what you're good at. What are your skills and talents? What do other people come to you for help with? Is there anything that you know you're good at? Could be listening, for example, or making things seem easy. Just think about the skills that you're good at. Then have a think about what you could get paid for, either what you're doing now for a living, what you'd like to be doing for a living, or what you really would like to be doing for a living, but you don't even know how to. Just think about what you'd love to get paid for. And then the last question is to think about what the world needs or even not the bigger world, your world, your closest people in your world, family and friends, for example. How could you contribute to those people in a more positive way? And think about that and write anything down that comes. And you should be left then with four questions and different answers. And then what you want to do is circle the common denominators in all four boxes or questions. And then that will give you some sort of a clue to actually who you are, because our purpose is derived through what we're what what we're what our passions are and what we love, what our skills and talents are and what legacy we want to leave behind, what impact we want to have on the world. And like I said, that the, the exercise that I did to help me with that was called Ikigai. But I also went and flew over to Toronto in 2019 and did a course called pinpoint your purpose to really try and figure mine out but that's a really basic idea and the idea is to just keep working on it look back on your own timeline at some of your strengths as well and it should give you clues to sort of actually who you are and why you're here amazing matt thank you so much indeed for sharing your wisdom it's been enlightening and joyful speaking with you um i could carry on speaking with you and we probably will do after this podcast. But I just want to say thank you so much. If you're interested in what Matt has to offer, um, go and check out his website. Where can people find you who are new to your material, Matt? Yep. So you can just find me at mattcook.me. Um, if you just search Matt Cook Manifestation on TikTok, you'll find me and Matt Cook Coach on Instagram as well. So that's mainly where I hang out. Fantastic. And if you haven't had a chance to look at any of Matt TikTok, go and have a look there are some very inspiring videos there that will keep you busy for for literally weeks <laughs> <laughs> thank you james matt thank Appreciate you so it. much for being uh, on the show this week matt cook is this week's super soul model thank you so much indeed i hope you've enjoyed this episode and if you have please remember to like subscribe and share and please leave it a review wherever you're listening to this matt once again thank you so much for being part of this experience and being part of this show it's been wonderful speaking with you And until the next episode, I wish you all green lights. Thanks for listening to the show. And if you've enjoyed it, please leave it a review. Thanks as always for all your support.